When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Joining me on the show right now, we go to the hotline. You can find him on Twitter at hbalzer721 from the Sports Exchange. Howard Balzer joins us on the show tonight. Hello, Howard. Ken, how you doing, man? Great to be with you. You want a hot take? I'll give you a hot take right now. Don't hang up on me, okay? But I'm going to okay. say it. I'll, I'll try. I, right now, I want Mike Tomlin fired for going forward on fourth and five with a fake punt. Get up by what, what was he up by four against one of the most prolific quarterbacks of all time to put him on a short field? What the hell was he thinking? Well, what he was thinking was is just like you said. I don't think a short field matters when you're going against Drew Brees, and so I'm, what he's looking at and saying: if we can make those yards, then we can effectively, if not end the game, at least if we don't then give the ball back with them maybe a minute or two instead of four minutes. Mm. And so that's, that, that's, that's I'm fairly certain, you know, what he was thinking. And, boy, it, it came pretty darn close. And so, like I said, I can, you know, we can argue whether he should have, whether he shouldn't have. But you asked what he was thinking, and that's what he was thinking. Because uh, if you punt, whatever, I don't care where the Saints get the ball with Drew Brees, they have the ability to go the length of the field. And so, you know, as it was, the Steelers almost kept him out. And, you know, there was a very questionable, I thought, pass interference penalty on the, first, on the first, fourth down play. It was, yeah. And, and then I was glad to see this because the, you know, the, the TV announcers never said a word about this. And I, and I thought that on the winning touchdown that Michael Thomas clearly pushed off to get separation and, and, and be able to catch the ball. And they never even talked about that because they were so overboard with, you know, so, oh, my goodness, he got his feet down, and, oh, he made this go, oh, oh, oh. But he pushed off. But what I was glad to see was I saw a tweet from Charles Woodson who, who made that same point. And so, as, as it was, even with the short field, uh, they almost stopped him. And so it, I, can, I can, you know, yeah, it was a risk. It always is. But I can, under, I can understand why he did it. Because this goes back, and now I want to open this up a little bit more, because I think this might go back to the Jesse James non-touchdown that happened against New England last year with Pittsburgh, where they start looking for something in the replay that they weren't even looking for. I think I'm seeing more of that now. Not that they're doing this, but I think they're trying to fix it more this year, because I wonder last year if they go back and they say, hey, that's a push-off, that's in slow-mo, and that's a push-off there. Because it feels like they were going, okay, we're looking for whether or not this was a touchdown. Forget about a push-off. The push-off wasn't called. He got away with it. Is this six? Do you see it that way or no? Well, well, well first of all, that's not reviewable, uh, whether it's a push-off or not. Pass interference is not reviewable. My point mainly was is that uh, the, uh, the announcing crew – didn't even bring up uh, the, you know, even to discuss it. Oh, hey, do you think that was a push off? Especially with some of the uh, ticky tack penalties uh, that were called on the Steelers for pass uh, interference. Not only that one there on fourth down, but the one early in the game, which I thought was total and I was totally brutal. And both of them were called on Joe Hayden, by the way. But you know, maybe he touched uh, the receiver on that play, but he certainly didn't impede with his ability to catch the ball. And the other point was, it was uncatchable anyway. I mean, Hayden was behind the receiver, and he jumped 
to try to get the ball, and it went over his head. Uh, maybe he got a hand on it, but it went over him. So there's no way uh, that the receiver was going to be able to go up and get that ball. So uh, I, I don't know. I, but I, I, I saw today just a lot of bad officiating, and I know we've seen it all year, and I know these guys have a tough job and all those things, and I know they get mo- a lot of the calls right. But there's a lot of stuff that seems to me that is, is, is just so missed that I don't understand how they do. And the Eagles game against Houston, I mean, heck, Nick Foles was tackled by his face mask, and, and they missed it. They, they missed it totally. So I, I, I just don't understand some of the time, A, some of the calls that are made, and and then some of the ones that are missed. I saw that exact play that you're talking about. I couldn't believe that. Uh, the night show host at WIP in Philly highlighted that. I couldn't believe what I saw. I go, wow, really? They didn't call it on that one? Howard Balzer joining us on the show from the Sports Exchange at HBalzer721. What do I make of Nick Foles, by the way, for Eagles fans? Because you can't call the guy a franchise quarterback, really. But, boy, when you when you got a big game, he finds a way to win big games for you every single time. He really does. And I think what's going to be interesting here, if they get in the playoffs, and it's certainly possible uh, because mm-hmm. all that has to happen for the Eagles to get in now is that they have to beat Washington and Minnesota has to lose to Chicago. And Chicago has something at stake next in, in their game because if they win and the Rams lose, now I know it's probably unlikely the Rams lose to San Francisco, but it's on the road. 49ers have been playing teams tough. And, and so the Bears could get a first-round bye if they win. And what the NFL has done with the way they've arranged the schedule for next week, all, all the teams that are competing for spots with each other but are playing in different games are playing at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, and so no, no one's going to know what the other's doing. So if the Eagles get in the playoffs, and, or even if they win next week but don't get in, but Foles plays really well, I mean – I know that they, always, they keep insisting that Carson Wentz is their quarterback, and I get that. But do you make an effort somehow to keep Nick Foles anyway? Because you have to, start, you have to be wondering now, is Carson Wentz going to be injury-prone? You hope not for his sake, but you know, he had the ACL. He, had a, he has his back injury this year. He had a back issue in college, and so do they try to keep Nick Foles? Now, a lot could depend on does Nick Foles get an offer as a free agent that is legit and gives him, if not guaranteed, at least a real path to be whatever team that is, starting quarterback. Now, if he doesn't get that offer, and you wonder if he will or not, but if he doesn't get that situation, he might be very well back in Philadelphia because he gives them a tremendous insurance policy. But, man, can you imagine if the Eagles get in and all of a sudden he takes them on a playoff run? Boy, oh that, would be, that would be unbelievable. <laughs> that would be some strong stuff. Howard Balls are joining us from the Sports Exchange. Okay, you got, you got Kansas City, New England, Houston, Baltimore, the Chargers. The Steelers currently sit eighth, but they could find a way to get in. The Colts are there. The Tennessee Titans are there now. And that's what it looks like in the AFC. So say it stays the way it is. Colts finish sixth. And they get in the postseason. Out of the Chiefs, Patriots, Texans, Ravens, Chargers, Colts, who do you take the most serious to go to the Super Bowl out of the AFC? I'm going to ask you the same about the NFC, but go ahead. Well, well you know what? I'll answer them both at the same time. Okay. Because I really believe, Ken, that the way this is shaping up, I think just about any team that gets in, you could make a case for put, you know, do, putting a run. 
because we're going to see some very interesting matchups of really good offenses against defenses, and we've seen what those, what those defenses have done in some of these games coming down the stretch. And certainly the teams with, with the first-round buys, you have to favor somewhat. But I don't know if that's going to be as important this year because I see so many of these teams. I mean, I look at a team like the Ravens. I mean, the, the, the Ravens are going to be a hard out, you know, if they get in. And, you know, you mentioned the Colts and the Titans. They're playing for a playoff spot next Sunday night. So uh, one, of them's, one of them's not going to be in the playoffs. The loser of that game is going home. And so, uh, but, you know, the Colts are as hot as anybody. And even though today they didn't play well for most of the game, they came back and to, to obviously win a big game against, against Kansas City, I mean, against uh, the Giants. And so, like I said, I, I think that, you know, the, the team that I like the most right now is the Saints. But, boy, you know, who knows? You know, who knows? Could, 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 could you see a team that loses, whatever team loses the first week uh, from the NFC and, and gets them? Um, you know, could, could a Dallas go into New Orleans? And I'm not looking at seedings. I'm not sure who it would be. But you see some of those other teams in the four, you know, in the three, four, five, and six. Could you see one of those teams jumping up and beating the Saints? Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. So I think that's how, ba- I think that's how close and balanced it is in the league this year. And I think January – with all with these playoff games is going is going to be unbelievable. Are the Rams really ripe because they're lacking some depth? I'm not sure if they are or not. And you you can't judge on the game today against the Cardinals uh, because they were playing the Cardinals. And so you know again, who, who will they play in in that first round? And I know they're home, but I'm not convinced that that's a true home field advantage uh, for that team. And if it's a team with really good defense. Um, you know, could could it, could they end up playing Seattle again? Hey, you know what? They had tough games against Seattle in um, you know during the during the regular season in both games. Could it be Philly if they? How about Minnesota? I mean, I think Minnesota could be a tough out with that good defense. So I, I think the Eagles against, or I'm sorry, the Rams against a really good defense. There, you know, I, I think they're ripe. You know, I think they're ripe for an upset. And I, I think uh, you know, so I think that and their defense has some problems. I mean, like I said, you can't judge today because they were playing a pretty poor, a pretty poor offense. But you know, you play a team that can run and do some things. They're going to they're going to give up points. So I, I think that you know, I think that the Rams they're still very good, but I, I think that they could be vulnerable. Howard Balls are with us breaking down all these teams that have a shot to make the postseason. Let me ask you, Ron Rivera is from what we hear going to be staying in Carolina. Right or wrong move for that new owner? I, I think it's a right move, and I think that I, I've always I've, I've always believed this, Ken, that one of the easiest things to do for an owner is is firing a coach when everyone's yelling for his head and he didn't play as well as maybe you think you should have and all that. So you say, okay, we're making a change, but will you get somebody that not only that you know will be better, but will you get somebody that's even as good? And I think that's arguable in a lot of cases uh, with, with coaches. You know, this guy, I think, has done an excellent job uh, with, with that franchise. And I'll say this, if he would get fired, he'd go to the top of the list of a lot of teams that would be look at, that'll be looking for a head coach. So, so like I said, the, the, the easiest thing to do is to fire the coach. The, the hardest thing is to get somebody that you really know is going to come in and, and, and be able to, you know, to do good things. And so, you know, they, they, I think they really had to compromise Cam Newton uh, all year uh, with the shoulder, and, and that really hurt them. And, and you know, they, they lost a lot of close games 
And so I, I don't think that's coaching. I think in most of the cases it comes down, hey, you lost to some good teams. And that, that's the way this league is. It's, it's tremendously balanced, and it's hard to win in this league. So I, 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 think, I, think, it's a, I think it's a smart thing uh, to keep him. I keep seeing stuff. Harbaugh's are with us on the show. I keep seeing stuff about John Harbaugh. Now, on Friday, the Ravens said they were going to work on an extension. Then Jason Lock and Four and a couple of people out there saying, well, they said they were going to work on an extension. There's been no negotiations, even though they won on Saturday. Then we hear the Jets might fire Todd Bowles and go after John Harbaugh. And that maybe a couple of other teams might fire their coach and go after John Harbaugh, including the Denver Broncos. So... What am I to believe here, Howard? Will he be with the Den- Will he be with the Baltimore Ravens, John Harbaugh, in 2019 and into the future? I believe he will be. And by the way, that one report about the Jets was taking a run at Jim Harbaugh and, and trying to pry him. Oh, away. I get them all mixed up. I'll have the father by the end of the night. So go right, right on ahead. Right, but still, I think Harbaugh would be in that group, or not in the group, but he would be in that same conversation as Rivera would be because if he was fired then someone else would hire him. Now, he is under contract for 2019, though, so I don't think they'll fire him. You know, some of the speculation has been, well, the Ravens put that out, and let's see if somebody really wants him so they can get compensation for him. Well, you know what? I mean, once again, who would the Ravens get? I mean, this guy has had tremendous, uh, you know, really good success there. I know that there's been some years that they weren't in the playoffs, and who knows? They could, beat, they could lose to the Browns next week. And the Steelers could win, and 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 they and you know they'd be knocked out. And but I, I just think the guy's a quality head coach, and he, look look what he's done with this situation. And I know so much of it is on the defense, but because of injury, they make the move to Lamar Jackson, and they didn't have much other choice. I mean, they could have played Robert Griffin the third, I guess. But hey, you're going to play your first round pick, and I know a lot of it's the offensive coaches on that team that have done what they've done uh, with him, but. Hey, look! Look! Look at the, Look how! Look at what they've won with Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. at quarterback. And so, so once again, I, like I said, I think the guy's a quality coach, and I don't think he's worn out as welcome there or any of those things. And I think the smartest thing for the Ravens, I totally believe, would be to keep John Harbaugh. Howard, you're a beautiful NFL mind. You're a wonderful soul. I thank you very much for the time. All the best and good night to you, my friend. My pleasure, Ken. Always enjoy coming on with you. Take care. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 